the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Thank you for joining us today for On the Road with Jesus, hosted by Rhody Fisher. As a Christian mom for over 40 years and a teacher of the Bible in public schools for 25 years, Rhody will take you on a journey with some of her friends as they share their experiences and testimonies from their walk with Christ. You'll see that you are not alone in your search for God, your victories with Him, or your failures. Welcome to On the Road with Jesus. Now, here's your host, Rhody Fisher. When I opened my eyes, everybody was still standing there. Hmm. But I broke, I broke, and I thought that God had called me and separated me for a purpose. You know, and I, I didn't, I knew I was called, but, you know, I didn't know, okay, Lord, where are you trying to take me to? And so when I got back from Chicago, um, three months, two months down the line, I went to Bridgeport, Connecticut. Oh. The Victor Rich in Bridgeport and they were trying to start a home, pioneer a home. So we went up there, me and four other men and I was the team leader to go there. So I went up there and, and went there for four, four, for one month, four weeks. And we went out to hit the streets, know a different culture, a different, kind of a different whole, like a different world to us because we're from the West Coast and they're in the East Coast. It's different. Very traditional yeah, back tra- there. Oh, yeah. Old, 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 right. old building, colonial, yeah. yeah. And we were there and we, you know, was witnessing. I remember I had a report and Pastor Roy had us on the, had us call on a Sunday morning surf. I was, we were in Bridgeport and, 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 and head back. And I remember that, um, worked, I was on the phone. I was like sharing the church about, man, what's going on here? The, the, you know, seeing what's going on, you know, it's a need. And I mean, and, and not knowing that, not knowing that, you know, I mean, what I was seeing, I was seeing actually the need of people care, heart. And mm-hmm. when I came back from Bridgeport, it was on, I was, it was a, Pastor Ward would come and share. It was on a Thursday. I remember he, he came and told me on a Thursday. He said, he said, what do you think by going to Corona with Pastor Adolph? So that's what brought you to Corona, Corona was yeah. Pastor Adolph starting his church then. Yes. And so that was Pastor Adolph and, and Sister, Sister Annette. Yes. And I think they had Abigail then. Oh, yes. Yes. And, um, and they had their other daughter, Amber, I Amber, think. Yes. And they lived in that home um, over by Stater Brothers. Yes, Br- Brentwood, sixteen ninety two West, <laughs> West Brentwood Drive. I still remember it. <laughs> I remember it too, but I remember the address. You're funny. Um, so, oh wow, super. So here you were. Um, you'd gone to Connecticut too, and now God is calling you mm-hmm. to to be under Pastor Adolf yes. and. And his family, yes. you, you probably were living at the home at that time with them, right? Yes, yes. And so you're hitting the streets with them. Yes. Trying to start this new church yes. here in, in Corona. Wow, I remember that was such a long time ago because um, I don't know. I'm not exactly when you guys moved here, but I do remember that Mark and I moved here 
in 2005. And Pastor Adolf and his family and you were already here. Yes. And so, of course, I connected right away with them because when I started, um, when I, when I met, um, Pastor Adolf, he was the director of the home. And that was before Brother Vico came and became the director when yes. you were there. And, and then after that, I think it was, um, Alfonso? Alfonso, yeah, brother. Yeah. And so, um, and then who took after Alfonso? Because I remember that guy that Pas- took a- Pastor Manuel for Huntington Park. Okay. So Pastor Manuel, it was, he was in the home when Pastor Adolf was there. And the first week we went to minister, my husband used to mm-hmm. do a Bible study over there and, um, I brought a little bit of food for the men. And I remember he said to me, Hey, you see that guy over there? And I said, yes. He says, if it wasn't for Jesus, I'd be killing him now because he's from a different gang. Mm. And I thought, what are we doing here? <laughs> what am I hearing? I've never heard this kind of talk before. And then a couple of weeks, we're doing this Bible study. You know, we, I, I think we used to do it once a month and then we went every week. But we're doing that Bible study on Saturday. And I hear this kicking around and screaming and I, and somebody comes over and says to me, don't worry about this, Sister Rody. Somebody's in the room kicking heroin. And I'm going, what? But you know, God is so gracious to yes. raise you men yes. up to like, who else would do this work? Like, I, I don't know. Yes. I mean, but for you guys. So, um, tell me a little bit about. Corona and starting the, so you, you were like the assistant pastor then, right? Yeah, I was, when I came to Corona, I had a job. I had to let go of the job. I had to go back in the home to help pioneer the home and the okay. church. And in that time, we were just, just a handful. It was just only six of us started the church. Wow. That's all you need. Yeah. I remember I laid Two down. or more. Yes. He's Two or in more. The, he's <laughs> in the mist. Yes. And I remember I, I, I laid, I put out 30, chairs in the house wow yeah 30 expecting. chairs yeah expecting amen that's the way to do it and and from and and there that's when um you know i was right there living with them and i remember we used to go out he's wake me up pastor he's wake me up by 10 o'clock 11 o'clock at night and he's gonna hit the streets we love it he's gonna say we love it and that's wow. something that you know we get up and sometime one o'clock you know, let's go and roll out there just and sometime being a hot sunny time and walking around their neighborhood and Corona and just sharing the love of God and, and start seeing little by little people start coming. People start hearing people start showing up knowing that my future mother-in-law was already started coming a couple months down the line. Wow. Yes. And it was, it was something that, um, I want to, you know, just, we start seeing the, the hand of God moving. And then from there, we, we moved from the home after we, we started the church in the home. We moved it to a dynasty suites in Corona. It's not okay, there no more. Yeah. yeah. It's a, now it's the interest for the eastbound of, of the 91. Yeah. Yeah. It is. <laughs> it it is. But it was, it was there. We moved there and, and still we only had maybe like 10 people. And from there, you know, Pastor Adolf, he had faith, he had vision, and he always been a man of vision, a man of faith, and, and taking, yeah. taking us, leading us, and, you know, by the Lord, and then we went to the, to the gymnasium in the city. And we're in the same year from when we went from the home in 2005, April of 2000 of, of five to the Dynasty Suites, from the Dynasty Suites of August 2005, we went to a gym, and it was 
hook a hole to 300 people, but with 10 wow. people. But, but that's when we start seeing God start removing them by faith and, 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 and people started coming and our homes start growing. Men are start coming in. Like you said, men will come in and, and, um, and it was, it was, they would come in like, you know, like, you know, drug with addictions and other things. And, and we just believe by God's going to change us, put hands on them, pray for them, share the word of God. And we start seeing some transformation start taking place. Um, then it was time for me to, to, to pastor Ed to release me the home. And I remember when he le- released me the home, I was the director now. And that's where I became more of a, a, a part of the director, but also being groomed to be the associate uh-huh. under him. And, and then for one home, we went to the the home in Park Ridge, the hill. Yeah, I remember that hill. Yeah, our car tire would <laughs> would go in circles trying to get up that hill. Yeah, because it was all gravelly and holes all over the place, and you couldn't even hardly get up there in the in the it, it, after it rained. Yes, I mean it's just a muddy mess. Oh, yes, yes. And yeah. um, you guys would throw things in that those holes and yes. try to make it. And I think, okay, my car is going to swirl around here. But yeah, I remember that place. Okay. So here we are. You're taking care of the men's home. Pastor Adolph is, is pastoring the church and, and mentoring you. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, that tragic day, he goes to the hospital. Yeah. And, um, I had, you know, Mark and I had gone to the hospital while he was there, and we just assumed God would heal him up and be back, you know, at the church. And I, I think, Mark, we spent at least a half a day there going through the whole psalm, the book of psalm, reading to him. And he barely flinched the whole time he was there. I mean, he, I, I think he was in a coma, but, um, so, of course, the tragic day he, after, I think, weeks of being in the hospital, I'm not sure how long he was there. Um, it was, it was more than a couple of, it felt like a couple of weeks. It was about two months he was in there. Yes. Two okay. Months. Good. I'm glad and, you reminded me. And I remember that, you know, right there when he was, because, you know, pastor, our pastor, me, my wife, my, our pastor was always, he was in the hospital. He, we, we always believed that he could always come out of it. He right. always does. We, yeah. And, and, and through that time, I was courtshiping with my wife. I was courtshiping with her and, and knowing that, um, that, um, she was in the hospital and, and now I had, now I had to, you know, fulfill his duties as a rogue. I was just already a licensed minister already. So you were doing the, the, the church services. Yes. And so he dies and then you instantly become. Yes, I was. Yes, I remember that the, that morning, that evening, that night that he called, that he passed on. Um, sister, his wife called me, and, and I know that it was our pastor, Pastor Roy, the one that sent us out. Right. He was there, and um, I know Mark my, and I were there. Yeah, you guys were there, and then our regional pastor was there, and it was, and it was that's when it was told to me. I mean, they handed me the church, you know, and, you know, it was a big, it was a big responsibility. I just lost my pastor. And, right. And right now it's like saying, here, you're going to get the church, but I just lost my pastor. But I know it was, it was something that was hard. It's and, pretty daunting. Yes. I mean, it's like you're given a mantle that's pretty heavy yes. to carry. And like Ezekiel, you know, it's hard. Yeah. Yes. And, you know, and then, you know, just taking over the church. And I remember I called my, 
while she was my wife, we weren't we weren't engaged yet. Wow! Yes, and I remember I called her and told her, "Yeah, they're going to ask me to take over the church, and uh, I'm going to do it." Uh, but if you want to follow me, it's, it's so, you know, make you know, so wow. much, she's super, now she had a decision to make. Yeah, and it was not just my decision; it was also both for ours. And and she just she raised her hand, yeah. And that year, just losing my pastor on. You know, burying him, you know, you know, all that. And, and then going, you know, it was hard because the first Sunday morning service now going up to the people, knowing, mm-hmm. stepping with my pastor, you should step up on Sunday morning and start mm-hmm. sharing. And it was hard. It was, it was difficult because, you know, everybody, you know, we expect Pastor Adolf, Pastor right. Adolf, and it was hard. But, you know, from there, it, it, it was, you know, you know, knowing what the Lord is, was like, I felt like he's still wearing Ezekiel. So, man, these people, are they going to listen? Are they going to, but knowing that God was with us. And, and from there, I remember uh, through that, taking over the church, I got engaged. I took over the church in the same year. I got engaged two months down the pond, down the month. Then seven months later, I got married. Was that all in the same year? All in the same year. <laughs> took over the home. I had to take over the, I had to take over the church, took over the home, oh got gosh. married. And, but it was an experience that, you know, learning that God was with us. And, and through that, I, me and my wife, we grew, we grew yeah, into I'm this. Sure you did. And it's, you know, just facing all kind of ops, oppositions and obstacles. But the Lord's been faithful. It's been faithful. And, 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 and just thinking that, that hearing testimonies after testimonies, I, I was in the home. And I said, "Man, how could this?" And then I was like, "Man," was, <laughs> but I, I, I just pray that 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 when when you know when people hear testimonies after testimonies, like Ezekiel, it was hard for him, but he was trying to keep the people's hopes alive in God. Hey, there's hope. God's with us. God could get you through this. Mm-hmm. He could, he's going to get you through this. You might be 70 years. You might go to a journey or face some, whatever season you're in. You're going to, you're going to get through this. And that's what the Lord was sharing with me. He said, you're going to get through this. I'm with you. I will never leave you or forsake you. I've been with you since you were young and mm-hmm. I'm with you. I'm with you now. And if I brought you this far, I'm going to take you even further. And that's something that, you know, it's just me now, you know, I seen our church, it's growing and, uh, man, like, you know, now I'm not running the home. I was running the home for seven. I was living with the home for 17 years. Right. I remember so, that. I remember that. So now you have, um, a, a director of the yes, home, so yes. you don't have to do that. And so God is, uh, you know, widening your, um, your yeah. territory that yes. you're covering. So, um, tell me a little bit about Victory Outreach. How it started, what their mission statement is, how people get in the home, and and if they know somebody, um, I know that there's this there's that pandemic going on, yes, and so it's a little <clears throat> more difficult to get in, yes. But um, tell me the whole thing about Victory Outreach. Well, our ministry started in 1967 by our founder, Pastor Sonny, Sister Julia Argazzoni. Um, and it started in Aliso Village in, 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 in Boyle Heights. Um, and him, uh, the book, if, you know, me called Treasure of Darkness, it tells us, tells us the, the history of, 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 of Victor Outreach and knowing that he started taking men in the home. He started picking men off the street. Like in his own house. Yeah, his own house. His oh, own okay. house with his wow. kids and bringing strangers in. And, but it, it was, he's started praying for them. Now you're talking about men off the streets yes. that he didn't know. He didn't know. Yes. And you're also talking about men that are probably high on drugs, drugs or alcohol yes, or yes, both. Yes. So th- that's, 
that's a leap of faith, right? Yes. Oh my gosh. Okay, so and, and you start bringing in, and that's when the victory home, the victory homes were birthed. It was birthed through through that, and 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 now, fifty three years later, we're still bringing men in, and we got women's homes, and um, we bring men and women's home in the home, and our our mission statement is 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 is, is, uh, is our, um giving giving hope to the hurting people of the world, give them a new a new a new a new. I mean, Christ can give them the new life, but introduce them to Christ and right. commit their life to to Christ and also to redeem and restore what the enemy had or the enemy, what we want to say the devil or what drugs have taken away or right. the lifestyle, what, what happened, their former lifestyle is to give them a hope, a new a hope. And it was yeah, because the, ro- the, 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 the Bible says the enemy goes around like a roaring lion yes. seeking whom he may devour. Yes. And so he's got a big piece of a chunk of some yes. of these people. And so, you bring them in completely broken and maybe high and, you know, drugged out. Yes. And we just like, we just do is praying that God would change them, hoping faith because it, it's not a, we, it's biblical. We do everything biblical. We pray, we feed them the word, give them the word. Um, like I said, it's not just in Corona or in California. We're all over the world. We have homes all over the world in South Africa, South America, in Europe. Mm-hmm. And seeing men, men and women change, being, being transformed by the power of God. And right. how Paul says, how, how Paul says is, is the, the gospel is full for, do, for those who are perishing. Right. But to us, who are to us, when that's what we're saying, we believe that. It is the saving power of God, and Amen. it's the good. It's the hope. It's the message of hope. It's the message of come on. Expect something great from God. God has great expectancy for you. And and like when I was told, I was told the same thing, not knowing, not mm-hmm. knowing that God could change my life. I thought was my my life was gonna end in prison. My, I was gonna OD in heroin. I was gonna, you know, that kind of lifestyle get shot. But somebody, my, my, as, my, as my home director, Pastor Pico, and other men, like Brother Afon, who was my head staff. And, oh, yeah, Brother and, Alfonso. And they were always just telling God could change. God could change you. If you believe, believe. And if you really let, you know, mm-hmm. God could do a miracle. And, and now, now, man, I have, I have friends. They still can't believe I'm a pastor. I have friends that, you know, that, you know, they call me up, man. Don't stop praying for us, Lines. Don't pray, man. You know, you know, the hope we see, there's hope. Your hope. And knowing I ain't the hope, but the hope is in Christ. Well, your life portrays what Jesus, yes. Jesus can do with a broken life. Yes. I mean, we, Mark and I, um, I'll just use Mark as an example. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was like the goody two shoes of, you know, the people that were, but he needed Christ too. Yes. And he needed, you know, to come to grips with the fact that he was also a sinner. And, um, we didn't, we don't share the same type of testimony mm-hmm. that you do, but we all had to come to the realization yes. that we too needed Christ yes. in our lives. Okay. So, um, if, if somebody wanted to get a hold of you, would they just look up Victory Outreach, call information, go online and www.victoryoutreach.com? Yeah, well, well, they want, wherever the city they're at, wherever they're listening, we got, we have homes all over the nation, right. um, Texas, Arizona. But if you want, anybody wants information of a home, they could go to, um, um, the number is 909, um, 599-3744. Okay. Which is our corporate office, but also they could go up, also look up to the victoryhomes.org 
and they'll give me more information. Like my shop on my home is in Corona. Mm-hmm. It's off, it's off, um, 825 South Lincoln. Mm-hmm. And I'm in Corona. Our, and our home number is, is 951-496-3250. Okay. And, and our, our home director is, is brother Ray Mendiola. Love that guy. Yeah. Director right there. He, he came in in the home by uh, almost two years, but almost about two years ago, and I he got he got restored, got restored him. I sent him to Anaheim for yeah. six months, and he came back, and now he's running my home. Wow! Uh, but also, you know, we have our I mean, also our church office number is it's also nine five one nine eight seven or five five five, and also they want to get a hold of our 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 website is viocorona dot org. So VO standing for Victor Outreach, yes. Okay. Corona dot org and it has has everything about our information. Also has our our our, our mission statement, what we do, and the work. But um, but that's where that's where they could find us or reach us at. I right. mean, our office is open, and they want to come. Counseling is there at eleven twenty eight East Sixth Street, Suite Seven, okay. um, and 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 right there. And and we're been having church because of the pandemic. Because we don't have a building, we rent from a school. But since the pandemic and closed the school, so we've been putting up a tent in the parking lot in our church parking lot on Sunday wow. mornings, and and have and just have straight revival there and 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 God, yeah, and people coming out they're coming out and but it's a blessing you just see what god could do and 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 see and then you know like i said you see me grow up in the ministry sister and so it's good to see what god can do and yes. I, I even said too uh, i you know i marvel at what god does in our lives because we all came from you know we were once lost yes. and so to see what god can do to um different people um but i i want to thank you for not just being on the show today but thank you for the work that you do because um taking men and uh, you know i I don't know if they're they're women that if you have a women's you don't have a woman's home not okay but taking men off the streets and um mark and i will will go to a store and oftentimes see somebody that's um you know, asking for money. Yes. And, um, and we know they're high or they're trying to get high or, um, you know, needing money for food. Um, and we always tell them about victory outreach. So, you know, I, I tell them exactly where your home is so yes. that they can walk over there or, you know, if they need a ride, we'll just drive them over there. But anyhow, thank you for doing such um, a marvelous job that God has called you to. I, I, you know, could not do that kind of work. I mean, I, I don't want to say that because sometimes the minute you say something, God thinks, okay, I'll, 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 I'll I'm going to show you up and you'll, you'll be able to do it with my help. But, um, you know, anyhow, um, well, thank you for having me. And, oh. uh, and you're, you know, I mean, you're, like I said, you and your husband, Mark, are a blessing to our home. Oh, well, thank you. And, and it's a great, just, you guys see, and you guys are seeing the miracles taking place. Actually, you're actually seeing it front, front hands right there. Right. And yeah, so, lots of miracles. And, and what we just on said, on behalf of the, me, to having me here, it's a, it was a privilege for me being here. Uh. Um, you know, for the, you know, just sharing my testimony. Now I I know that you weren't in the home this then, but I'll tell you one little story. Um, 
I, I can't remember what year this was, but Mark and I had moved into the house um, in 2005, and it was maybe a couple of years after that. You guys were having some sort of a big convention in um, San Bernardino. Yes. And Brother Alfonso calls me up and he says, listen, um, we can't, you know, is there a way you can donate some money because we want to put some, the guys into um, a hotel, you know, pack them in and we need money for a week. And so I said, well, let me talk to my husband about that. So I, I asked Mark and Mark said to me, why don't we just bring them over to our house? So we had the women's home and the men's home. The women were upstairs, the men were downstairs, and they were there for a week. So that was quite an experience. But first, I want to pray. I want to ask the Lord for anybody that's out there that needs Jesus. Lord, I pray that you would yes. tug at their hearts. So if there's somebody out there that would like to say the simple prayer, yes. um, I just want to lead them Jesus. to the Lord. And just follow me. Dear Jesus, Come into my heart. Make me my heart as white as snow, Lord. Just cleanse me from all the things that I've said, done, or thought. Um, my past, my present, and my future sins. Father, let me follow you for the rest of my life. Jesus, help me with my walk with you. And I ask this in Jesus' name. Mm. Amen. So thank you, everybody, for watching. Thank you for being here today for On the Road with Jesus with your host, Rody Fisher. Every week, you'll hear experiences and testimonies from her and her friends as they share their journey with Jesus. You'll see that you're not alone in your search for God, your victories with Him, or your failures. If you have a question about today's show, email Rody Fisher at rawfisher at ontheroadwithjesus.com, spelled R-A-H, Fisher, at ontheroadwithjesus.com, with Jesus.com, or leave a voicemail at 951-817-0094. That's 951-817-0094. On the Road with Jesus is sponsored by Global Expressions Language Project, Learn more at asquaredlamps.org. That's the letter A, squaredlamps.org. Be sure to join us each week at this same time for more On the Road with Jesus, hosted by Rody Fisher.